Welcome to Hop On Calls, a short, tactical, and practical podcast for outbound sales professionals looking to level up their game by learning from actual cold calls that I make every week live on LinkedIn. My name is Kevin Hop, and I'm all about helping outbound sales professionals hone their craft and build high quality pipeline. Let's dive right in and see what we can learn in this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Hop on Calls. I'm your host, Kevin Hop. How are we doing today? Joining me from the sunny state of Florida, Mr. Sean Hurd. Give it up. What's up, man? How are you doing today, Sean? Good. You see the sun back there? I do. I do. And the reason I do not, you can't see sun pouring into my garage is it is we are having like the, the wettest winter in San Diego history, which I'm totally cool with because our, our like San Diego, like California in general is in a crazy drought. So good thing that we got lots of rain going on, but a bad day to have the garage open. So I do not have it open. Um, Sean, people joining right now might not know who you are. And they're thinking, why is Kevin talking to some dude with a Florida hat on? <laughs> Let, let's get let's hear your background, Sean. Who are you? Where where'd you come from? Why why are you someone who should come on a cool calling show? So um yeah, I'm uh Sean, like Kevin said, and um I just got a, a new role as uh the veteran um coordinator for Shift Group, which is a um tech sales training program that traditionally would uh take college athletes and pro athletes give them some sales training and then they have uh, 150 partners that, you know, they put them in front of to get them hired. And uh, so I got approached recently due to, you know, my couple of years I've been doing in sales post-military when I retired in uh, 2021 and to uh, help them stand up a vertical where, you know, we're going to do the same thing for vets because vet, you know, vet soft skills that we'll talk about in this show mm-hmm. are, are, are really uh, aligned with, uh, you know, outbound sales motions. So that's what made me, you know, when I got out of the army, I went into to SAS and became the top rep at all the companies I worked, worked on. And a lot of it was just the soft skills that I learned in the army. There you go. So you do have a background in SaaS sales. You worked at some of the uh, bigger tech companies, some of the some, some, some companies people would know as well. Uh, and that's when I met you when you were at Ben Air last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I started off, um, you know, as an SDR number one at an Australian SaaS company and um, did that for a couple months and got hired on by uh, Seamless.ai. And that's where I really learned how to cold call. We were, we were hitting the phones like really hard. And I'm sure people follow the CEO there. He's really big on, on outbound. And um, I just did really well. Um, I would say the number one thing that probably propelled me to the top there was just outworking everybody. So I, I didn't really know I was doing that, but I just outworked them. And that got me to the top. And then, you know, I went from there to a robotics company and then got a huge closing role for that, for Banair selling uh, back to the military, which, uh, you know, I did 2 million my first year there. And then, now I uh, opened a business in Florida working for myself and I'm doing this uh, helping vets get into sales. I love it. I love it. You're known for all of that <clears throat> and your spicy takes on LinkedIn. If you're not following Sean, you should be. So everybody check that out. Um, one of the things I thought was really cool about your background, you sold ramps 
transport tanks to go onto the back of vehicles, which is a, the weirdest thing to sell ever, in my opinion. Most of the people who are tuning in here, probably 90% of them sell software solutions. I have sold mostly software and services. Selling tank ramps is a little different. We'll get into a bit of that. I want to ask you more questions about that and about your new initiative, working with veterans. Um, this is a cold calling show. You don't do a lot of cold calling today, but you got a lot of knowledge about it. I, however, cold call all the time. A lot of people out there talk about it. Guess what? I'm about it. I'm actually about it. Right, Sean? Yeah, man. Um, I, I've cold. I've been in uh, nooks with you and a couple of our circle of friends, and um, cold calling's your thing, and uh, you're really good at it. And you know, there's a couple people that I follow to to keep up on cold calling and. You're you you're one of them. Um, Anthony Ballesteros from Orem, he's one of them, and a, a couple other uh, people out there. I try to stay on top of uh, you know the current tactics and stuff. There you go. Well, let's jump right in to me making live calls. I'm going to make calls while we have our conversation, and if I start doing my pitch, you know to stop talking because then we're going to. So today I'm going to be calling for my client, Silver Sky. They do cybersecurity. So I'm going to be calling IT managers, talking about cybersecurity. If you're like, hey, Kevin, that sounds not like what you do, because I'm going to be calling for Silver Sky. Without further ado, on my Kixie Power Call setup, uh, let's take a quick second to shout out to our, our key sponsor of the show today, headline sponsor, Kixie, your all-in-one business telephony solution. They can help you with your inbound flow, with your support team, with your outbound, with everything you need in terms of telecommunications. I'm going to be using their power call feature today to make a lot of calls in a short period of time, hopefully get a lot of live conversations. And the best part of it, it's all going to be synced back to my CRM seamlessly. I'm not going to have to lift a finger. So if you guys are not using technology in your process today, I don't know what you're doing, but check out Kixie. Awesome. All right. So. Hey, Hop, I got a question for you before you get started. Um, too late. What do you do, what do, you do to get your mind right before you jump into a session? Uh. Today, my mind is right because, um... Hey, Eloy, Kevin here with Silver Sky. How are you doing today? Oh, good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right, but Eloy, I know I caught you out of the blue here. Did I catch you at the second to have a cold conversation, or I actually hear a lot, a bit of background noise? Um, yeah, actually, if you don't mind, give me a call back next week. I'm out of town in Alabama for work. I thought you might be down Give me a call. We're oh, waiting for a technician okay. at our headquarters. Oh shoot! Yeah, definitely not with um, Eloy. I just I'll let you go, but quickly, if I was going to have a conversation about cybersecurity at RK Group, are you the guy to to, to pick the brain of, or is there someone else? Uh, no, sir, that'd be me. Okay, okay. And you don't have a minute to have a conversation about cyber? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about it next week. Okay, cool. Okay. I will reach right. out. I will reach out first thing next week. Okay, thanks. All right, cheers. Boom. Wow. First dial, first conversation. Big game. Nice. nice. So that guy, so this is really key. This is something that I talk about a lot on this show, which is the idea of avoiding the false negative. What's a false negative? And I'll write this up on the board so we all can kind of learn along a bit. Which side do you want to write? The false negative. is the idea that 99% of people you call are very busy. And because they are busy and they are doing other things and cold calling by nature is an interruption to their day, 
they will say things like, I'm not interested. Take me off your list. No, thank you. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. And reps are going to falsely take that as, okay, that means I can't sell to this person. The way you defend against having those awkward, silly interactions that are really only about the fact that they're busy is you're defensive. I was defensive. Eloy had a lot going on. I could hear it. I could hear it. You got to listen to what's going on on the other side of the call. When I heard that there was a lot of background noise, I called that out and said, hey, do you have a minute? And he said, absolutely not. I'm actually busy right now. And I said, I know you are. And when I mentioned cybersecurity to nail that down, he actually said, I am the guy. I would love to talk to you about this. Just can't do it right now. So what do we call this in the biz? This is a warm follow-up. Warm follow-up with Eloy. I'm going to mention that he said he was at his company headquarters next time I call. And we're going to get into a back and forth conversation. So, Sean, you were asking about mindset, right? Yeah. I think mindset's a really big um, key to cold calling. Like you're standing up right now. When I cold call, I'm always standing up because I feel like they can uh, feel your energy or lack of energy through the phone. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I feel. And then as false negative, um, I think a lot of reps use that as an excuse to just fold because they believe in their mind that they're bothering somebody. So if you believe you're bothering somebody, then, then the odds of you like having a positive call and book at a meeting isn't going to work. Cause like in your mind, you're, they're, they're going to know that you don't believe in what you're, you're talking about. So like, that's another mindset thing. Like, and I'm glad you wrote that up there is like, don't believe you're bothering people. Your, your product's great. Like they need it. That's how I used to, you know, when I was cold calling, like they need this product. So I'm just here to help. Yeah. And that, that really does play into the mindset. I'm going to hit, uh, go get back in the queue here, get some more live conversations. But that, that does play directly into the mindset of cold calling. This idea and this confident belief that what we're doing does help people. And if you don't have that, it's going to be really hard to, number one, pick up the phone, right? Like I, yep. think, I think probably if you, if you were to like pull every salesperson out there and say, what stops you from picking up the phone? I think it, that cold call reluctance comes from the awkward nature of a conversation, but being totally okay with avoiding this and being totally okay with saying, Hey, you're busy. I'm not going to talk to you right now. I'm going to call you another day. That gives you confidence to know you're only going to talk to people that are ready to talk. Oh, Hey, this is Kevin with uh, silver sky. Matthew, how are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. Fantastic. Look, uh, man, I know I caught you out of the blue here. You got a minute and uh, we can have a quick conversation or you head down something else. I'm actually heading to lunch right now. Ah, right on. Like walking out the door like right now, or do you have like two minutes and we can we can just determine Ooh. if it makes sense for me to call you back at all? Oh, okay. go ahead. Awesome. Well, Matthew, part of the reason I was reaching out um, at Silver Sky, we specialize in helping businesses a lot like yours, credit unions, banking space, develop a proactive cybersecurity posture. But look, I, I totally get it. Uh, we're not introducing the idea of cybersecurity to you. In fact, everybody already has a solution in place, whether they're outsourcing it or insourcing it. But we're actually hearing a lot of consistent challenges. And, and if you're outsourcing it, the challenges are, are, are around the visibility you have into your program. If you have an internal staff completely focusing on it, you always wish that there was more bandwidth to handle remediation and respond to threats. Any of these resonating with you, Matthew? 
uh, I mean, I, we were at that point. We're not there anymore, uh, because of the solutions we implemented and the vendors we partnered up with. Okay. So, so you guys went through a decision making cycle to kind of make sure you don't have any of those common problems is what I'm hearing. Yes. Okay. And then, uh, did you guys decide to go with an outsource partner? Uh, we're, we have an outsource partner for a, a second layer, but we also have our in-house solutions in sub two. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess the, we, we hear this all the time. I'm really glad, by the way, that you're not having any of the common issues, right? And, you know, just like a doctor, prescription without diagnosis would be malpractice. If you don't have a big problem, there's not much for us to talk about for, for me to solve for you, quote unquote. But Matthew, I guess my question, you know, one thing that does make Silver Sky different is our technology. Um, we acquired this company called Cybraics. Not sure if you're familiar, uh, but it's MXDR technology. It goes beyond the limits of traditional MDR vendors. And it really is something that's it's pretty different. Um, is that anything that might be worth taking a look at? Is you guys using a traditional MDR vendor today? Um, what what does that stand for again? I'm trying to think. My mind's blank on that. Yeah. So MDR is the concept of manage, detect, and respond, right? So the, the oh, metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We got. Yeah. We're, we actually have. Uh, believe it or not, we have two vendors that uh, depend on how they're what they're detecting and stuff like that. They kind of overlay each other. Okay. Um, okay. And you have you worked with those vendors long? Uh, we we just signed a contract with one of them about three months ago, a five year contract. Okay. Um, okay. Very pleased with that. And then we have our secondary, which um, they're they're our second defense, but they're also our kind of our managed service solution too. So uh, they're, we've been working with them for about three years with no issues. Oh, wow. all right. Well, Matthew, like I mentioned, uh, prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. I'm not going to do that to you. Sounds like you've got great vendors in place. You thought through this. You don't have any of the common problems. You just signed extended agreements with your vendors. I'm going to go ahead and let you uh, get to lunch here. And if okay. you don't mind, I might follow up with you in six months just to make sure that everything's still hunky-dory in your life. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's like I tell a lot of vendors, you're not the first one called. You know, things do change. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes we do have to make decisions because, you know, you know, there's not the same outcome that we were getting, but yeah, no, I'm always yep. open to that. Awesome. All right, Matthew, have a great day. All right. Thank you. Bye. Dude, textbook. Wow. Okay. So that, that was a very, like a, like a textbook example of where a junior rep might've pushed this guy to take a meeting, you know? I, I like that you so I timed the call kind of it was generally about three minutes. I could yeah. tell right when you started, you kind of knew it, it wasn't going down a road that, that you wanted to. And you took that and you just started asking questions. And you know, you were asking questions, he was giving you like 30 seconds answer, and you're actually gaining a lot of information, even though you, you're not gonna get the meeting today. You got information about, you know, the environment you're selling into, what the competitors are, all that type of stuff. And so, you know, I always said if they're talking and you're not, then you're winning. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, the most common thing that, you know, like 
the thing that's tough about selling into a like selling cybersecurity is you're not I'm not introducing something to them. You know, like it's not like I'm working for this like cutting edge, uh, never heard of it type thing. It's like they do manage cybersecurity. And everybody out there does cybersecurity. Like if you're calling a bank that doesn't do cybersecurity, then no one should put their money in that bank. This bank has a lot of people that put money in it. So I like that call. That was good. And that's all we got for today's episode of Hop On Calls, powered by Kixie. Be sure to tune into the live recordings every Tuesday on LinkedIn. We'd love to have your comments, reactions, questions. It's a really good learning environment for anyone that is looking to do outbound sales better. If your organization is actively focusing on this, feel free to reach out to me, Kevin Hop on LinkedIn or go to hopconsultinggroup.com. I'll see you next time. Cheers.